Welcome to the Endpoints Podcast, presented by the ALS Therapy Development Institute. I'm Jonathan Gang. Andrea Lytle Pete's passion for running started simply enough. At age 30, she had just moved to Washington, D.C. to be with her husband, David. Stuck in their house during the snowy D.C. winter, she started walking on a treadmill in their basement to keep active. Soon, she had signed up for a local 5K. Then she stepped up to a 10-miler. Then came marathons and triathlons. Within three years, she had begun training for a half Ironman. Then, at the age of 33, everything changed when she was diagnosed with ALS. In four months, she went from being the strongest she had ever been to walking with a cane. However, this would not be the end of her athletic career. Despite having ALS for almost a decade, she is still able to ride a recumbent bike, which she has used to participate in marathons all over the country. Recently, she reached a major milestone, completing at least one marathon in all 50 states. To commemorate this accomplishment and share her story to inspire others, Andrea is releasing two documents of her journey, a film, Go On, Be Brave, and a memoir, Hope Fights Back. Today on Endpoints, Andrea and David join us to talk about how she achieved these accomplishments in the face of such adversity, and why she believes it's important to share her story with the world. As everyone who gets the diagnosis hears in one of their first meetings with a, with a clinician, uh, with a neurologist in, in getting the diagnosis, Unfortunately, you you get either literature or you get an oral recitation of these different statistics. Um, you know, uh, the average lifespan after diagnosis is two to five years. Um, most people will not make it to that five year end point. Um, and there are there are, there's really no because of because of how heterogeneous the, the the disease is. There's really no way of telling whether you will be a slow progressor a fast progressor or some hybrid of the two of going quickly and then plateauing and then going quickly again. We've, you know, in our time with the disease, um, we've seen people of all different shapes and sizes who, who progress at different rates. Um, Andrea's quick progression, what we, what we perceived as a quick progression at the outset of, you know, completing half iron man to walking with a walker um, led us to think that, you know, how many more, how many more months are left in her life, let alone races for her? Um, so after we got the diagnosis, she said, I want to do one more triathlon, just one. Um, and so we found a, um, because she couldn't ride a, a, a standard two-wheel bicycle, she didn't have the balance or the ability to catch herself at that point. We looked for a more stable way of her to be um, on wheels and to navigate around courses. And we found a, a recumbent trike uh, dealership in central Pennsylvania um, that uh, she could use in first in, in triathlons, as I mentioned, but then later on in, in longer races um, where she could use her legs to propel her forward while using her hands to, uh, to pull on the brakes. She still has uh, had and continues to have uh, enough uh, flexibility and dexterity in her hands to coordinate a slight pull uh, to to slow herself down or, or to stop herself completely. So the 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 idea of taking on 
more races came about first because she didn't know how many more she would have left. But then hearkening back to that conversation that we had with a, a neurologist when she was diagnosed, you know, she said to herself, when I get, if I get to the five-year mark, I I want to do something. I want to set some crazy goal. Thank goodness she she made it to five years living with ALS. And she said, okay, now that I'm here, I want to set the craziest goal that I can think of. She can still use the recumbent trike. And so she said, I want to do a marathon, not just one, but I want to do a marathon in all 50 states. And so because most people with ALS don't make it to that five-year mark, um, she knew she wanted to commemorate it and start a new journey after that point. Yeah, um, I think uh, I was only at a marathon never seven um, at that point. Um, but it was more about having the uh, 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 courage uh, to uh, start a new goal. Um, so I was working towards something, not waiting for ALS to um, uh, I catch up. Yeah, there's this there's this sense almost that we had, we don't want to speak for other people with the disease, but, you know, upon receiving the diagnosis, it was almost like there was this countdown clock going. Um, And I think Andrea wanted to turn that on its head and say, look, I have, I've made it past my expiration date. And I don't want to think in terms of what the countdown clock is. I want to I want to count up, right? I want to count from zero to 50 instead of down from now to whatever X number of years or weeks would be from now. And so many of my friends uh, with ALS didn't have the opportunity, um, the ability or the lifespan to uh, doing uh, something like this. And... So I really wanted to um, celebrate the, uh, them and uh, the uh, time that I had left by uh, living my life uh, to the uh, fullest and uh, uh, I exploring uh, while I had uh, time. Reaching her goal was extremely important for Andrea personally but she also knew how much her story could mean to people in the ALS community and beyond, and that it was important for her to share her journey however she could. Yeah, I, I think when, um, you know, when Andrea decided to take on the goal, she had great foresight to be able to see that hers was a story, uh, hers was a story that could be inspirational to people who we already know and love and that know how crazy she is about she's the kind of person that just giggles and laughs as she is absolutely climbing a mountain uh, the steepest mountain you've ever seen and she's just enjoying herself uh, we knew that we knew that people close to us would enjoy seeing it we hoped that it would be inspirational to people who were newly diagnosed or were in a place with the disease or with really any other challenge in their life that uh that that there are still ways 
there are still ways to live a life even when you have gotten the worst news that you could. Uh, and we're also really lucky to have incredibly talented friends that that wanted to work wanted to work with us to share that story. Um, so Miriam McSpadden and Brian Beckman of Fly Squirrel Films um, were uh, they're local. They're in Durham, North Carolina, and Andrea had gotten to know them as a result of another project. And when Andrea approached them about the idea of following her story. They, I think before Andrea had even finished telling them about the project, they had, they had started looking into flights for the next marathon in Nashville to come uh, follow her along the way. Um, and Meredith Atwood, who is a, 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 a well-respected author, um, agreed to work with Andrea to get in Andrea's story on paper, something that she had been working on for, um, you know, really since she was diagnosed uh, to try to kind of process it herself. Um, Meredith started out as kind of a, a writing coach, but then I think both of them mutually um, understood that it was a, it, that the writing process and getting through Andrea's story was a, was a co-author relationship that they wanted to, yeah. that they wanted to explore. So, so to, but to answer your question, you know, I think, I think bringing others along in our story, we we knew we knew that there was a community around Andrea that that wanted to follow every every step along the way. But we also hoped that we could create um, assets, for lack of a better term, that could survive well beyond the point when Andrea is finished racing, um, and show show what a life with ALS can look like with the right amount of research and funding. Yeah, and and nothing else we would um raise the awareness for um, ALS. Um you know, we certainly uh, didn't know that we would uh, make it all the way to uh uh fifty. But um you know we all less it is about uh, trying um, and um, being uh, brave enough to all start. Andrea and David say that the book and film serve as companion pieces to each other, both providing important insights into different aspects of her mission. Yeah, film and the uh, book are uh, different. Um, they both uh, cover the uh, uh, racing and um the uh, film is uh, beautiful, um, but the uh, book is the only way that I uh, can uh, tell my story in my own words and um, capture the uh, inner uh, dialogue and the uh, uh, processing and our uh, growth. Um, but not to uh, take away uh, from the film. Uh, there is something up here. I mean, they just did an amazing uh, job. I just uh, see my my uh, friends and uh, my parents and my husband and to uh, witness uh, that uh, interaction. Um, so uh, uh, genuine. Um, so they're both great in a uh, different way. Yeah, I, I mean, I think you know the the film does a wonderful job of of capturing 
who Andrea was during the course of this five-year journey and the or three-year journey, you know, to get to to 50. And the book does a wonderful job of providing viewers of the movie uh, with that context on who she was and what what drove her to create that journey in the first place, right? There are there are there were a number of other acts to Andrea's life before that journey ever took place. And Andrea describes the relationship with her parents, our relationship, you know, the relationship with herself, uh, you know, in in a lot of uh, yeah. in a lot of detail in the book. With Go On Be Brave and Hope Fights Back, Andrea intends to provide inspiration to people facing ALS and other big challenges. However, it's not the only way that these projects are giving back to the community. Proceeds from both the book and the film will benefit ALS research at organizations, including ALS TDI. Uh, so, uh, all of the uh, proceeds from the uh, film um, and my uh, proceeds from the uh, book uh, will uh, go to ALS uh, research, uh, primarily uh, ALS uh, TDI. Um, we have believed in the mission of the organization, and as we have gotten to know everyone in the lab and in the development, like we all believe in what you are doing, and it is our honor to support. Yeah. And, you know, specifically, I think Andrea and I have been committed to supporting uh, this cause through preclinical research efforts and driving that kind of research. There are lots of wonderful organizations and companies out there who are doing things relating to, um, you know, phased clinical trial research for, 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 uh, you know, molecules and products that have moved along that level of the pipeline, as well as actual patient care, you know, medical equipment, that kind of stuff. What, what we see as the focus and where the greatest need is, is in preclinical research projects that go to, go to the root point of kind of defining what ALS is, whether ALS is an umbrella term uh, whether there are subtypes of the disease, programs exactly like the ALS Research Collaborative, which is you know much like Andrea's story. If you read the book, see the movie, you will see that her uh, her fifty state challenge was was really you know she was driven by the strength of other people living with ALS and hopes to pay it forward and inspire others. The ALS Research Collaborative is really a patient driven effort to better define what the disease is, to better inform research so that if there are research efforts that are going to fail, they are going to fail fast and we can pivot to new and better research options to hopefully help patients down the line. And moreover, that that kind of a program and the the outputs of that research are available to researchers worldwide. Um, that that kind of an effort, that kind of a driver is where we want to focus our time. And we think that by focusing on preclinical research, we will be getting everyone to the finish line of ALS a whole lot faster than we otherwise would. 
You can learn more about Andrea Little Pete and the film based on her journey at goonbebrave.com. Her memoir, Hope Fights Back, is available on Amazon.com and anywhere books are sold. There are currently no treatments to stop or reverse ALS, but the ALS Therapy Development Institute is working to change that. To learn more about ALS TDI and our research to end ALS, visit ALS.net. Thanks for listening.